Good morning. It's February 26th and this is your daily brief in world news. Here's everything you need to know. In a decisive moment for the Republican Party, Donald Trump's recent victory in the South Carolina primary cements his status as the GOP frontrunner for the 2024 nomination. This win, following triumphs in both Iowa and New Hampshire, signals a robust national movement rallying behind him, leaving competitors like former Governor Nikki Haley in the dust in her own state. Despite Haley's efforts to position herself as the face of a generational shift within the GOP, her campaign has struggled to make a dent in Trump's momentum. The appeal Trump holds among conservative voters is undeniable, yet it brings to the forefront concerns about his viability in a general election against a Democratic opponent. This latest defeat for Haley not only underscores the challenges facing those who wish to steer the Republican Party in a new direction, but also raises significant questions about the party's unity as it heads into a potential rematch with Democratic President Biden. The implications of Trump's continued dominance are far-reaching, potentially shaping the future of the Republican Party and the broader American political landscape. In a world where peace seems like a distant dream, significant strides are being made in Paris and Doha to secure a ceasefire and the release of Israeli hostages in the Gaza Strip. With the US, Egypt, and Qatar at the helm of mediation efforts, there's a glimmer of hope amidst the turmoil. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has hinted at the possibility of a ceasefire deal with Hamas, potentially delaying a military offensive in Gaza's southern city of Rafah. However, he maintains that a military operation is essential for eliminating Hamas, underscoring the complex dynamics at play. As talks are set to continue in Qatar, the world watches, waiting to see if Hamas will agree to the proposed terms. Meanwhile, U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan has voiced concerns, emphasizing the need for a clear plan to protect civilians before any major military operation in Rafah proceeds. This stance comes amid international warnings against a ground invasion, which could lead to a high death toll among civilians. The stakes are high, with ceasefire negotiations including the potential release of more hostages and Palestinian prisoners. But the backdrop to these talks is a dire humanitarian crisis in Gaza, where residents face severe food shortages and the health sector is on the brink of collapse. Despite the potential for peace, Israel is prepared to advance with a ground invasion of Rafah, with or without an agreement, highlighting the urgency and complexity of the situation. The conflict has driven a large portion of Gaza's population from their homes, putting hundreds of thousands at risk of starvation and disease. With high civilian casualties reported and the health ministry in Gaza citing a staggering death toll, the humanitarian crisis deepens. Amidst these challenges, the future remains uncertain, with Netanyahu criticizing Hamas's demands and the international community calling for restraint. The path to peace is fraught with obstacles, but the ongoing efforts in Paris and Doha offer a beacon of hope for an end to the violence and suffering. In a stark revelation, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has disclosed that 31,000 Ukrainian soldiers have lost their lives in the ongoing conflict with Russia, challenging previous higher casualty figures reported by the U.S. and Russia as inaccurate. This announcement comes amidst a backdrop of escalating tensions and military engagements, particularly with Russian forces pushing forward in the Donetsk region. 
Zelensky's call for the expedited release of U.S. military aid underscores the critical juncture at which Ukraine finds itself, preparing for potential counteroffensives while grappling with the delayed support from Western allies. The situation on the ground is further complicated by the strategic disadvantage posed by Ukraine's lack of air superiority, a factor that continues to hamper its defense efforts. Amidst these challenges, Ukrainian prosecutors have documented over 120,000 instances of war crimes by Russian troops, signaling a push towards holding Nuremberg-like tribunals to address these violations. The international community, led by European leaders, is rallying diplomatic and military support for Ukraine, highlighting the global dimensions of this conflict. Looking ahead, Zelensky anticipates a challenging period, with expectations of a major Russian offensive in May. In response, he has advocated for additional U.S. Patriot defense systems to bolster Ukraine's frontline defenses. This comes alongside strategic military adjustments, including the recent dismissal of Ukraine's commander-in-chief, as part of a broader military strategy. Notably, Ukraine has ramped up its arms production with a significant focus on technological warfare, evidenced by the fact that 90% of drones used in attacks against Russian forces are domestically produced. As the war continues to exact a heavy toll, the need for sustained international support and unity remains paramount. In a decisive move against threats to maritime navigation, a coalition of countries including the US, UK, Canada, Australia, Bahrain, Denmark, the Netherlands, and New Zealand launched airstrikes on Houthi-controlled sites in Yemen. This military action comes in response to the rebel group's attacks on ships traversing the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden, aiming to safeguard vital international trade routes. The airstrikes specifically targeted Houthi assets such as missiles, drones, and air defense systems, with the goal of crippling the rebels' capacity to disrupt shipping. Despite these efforts, the Houthis' aggressive campaign against maritime navigation continues, raising alarms over the safety of shipping lanes and the looming threat of an environmental disaster due to potential oil leaks. U.S. Defense Minister Lloyd Austin has not ruled out further military action if necessary, underlining the coalition's commitment to defending free trade and navigation in the region. The UK's Royal Air Force played a significant role in the operation, deploying Typhoon fighter bombers and refueling aircraft, showcasing the depth of international cooperation against the Houthi threat. The airstrikes have drawn criticism from Iran, escalating geopolitical tensions and highlighting the complex web of regional conflicts. Meanwhile, internal unrest in Israel and shifting U.S. domestic politics add layers of complexity to an already volatile situation, with protests in Tel Aviv and debates over policy changes regarding Jewish settlements in the West Bank. The ongoing insecurity in the Red Sea has not only geopolitical implications but also financial ones, as discussions on economic forums like Calderao da Bolsa indicate the international community's concern over the stability of this crucial maritime corridor. In a powerful display of unity and resistance, over 50,000 people took to the streets of Hamburg, sending a clear message against the rise of extreme right-wing movements in Germany. This massive mobilization was sparked by a controversial meeting that saw AFD politicians and neo-Nazis come together to discuss the remigration and deportation of migrants and minorities, igniting widespread condemnation and action across the nation. 
Not confined to Hamburg alone, similar protests erupted in Berlin, Dresden, Zwickau, Bautzen, Gorlitz, and Meissen, showcasing a broad-based opposition to the extremist agenda. The involvement of members from the Christian Democratic Union, CDU, in these discussions has only added fuel to the fire, escalating public outrage and prompting a surge in activism against right-wing extremism. These demonstrations are more than just a protest. They are a clarion call for action against indifference and a plea for unity in the face of division. With the support of German bishops, the movement emphasizes the importance of coming together to forge a stronger, united front against extremism. This wave of protests comes at a critical time, just ahead of regional elections in eastern states where the far-right alternative for Germany, AFD, is expected to make significant gains, highlighting the urgency and significance of the public's response. This has been your Daily Brief in World News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.